I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. The weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Because these are high-quality pieces, they're staying in my wardrobe. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, and they even show you on the website how much you're saving, which is awesome. Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us. I recently got a really, really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button-up, both in white linen, which is awesome. And I know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash goals. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. And welcome to our first video podcast. So exciting. If you're watching or if you're listening on Spotify, you can also be watching on Spotify. And if you're listening somewhere else, you can also be watching on Spotify. (laughs) Or you can just keep listening. Yeah. But we're so excited to do a video podcast. The video part is not just going to be us talking. As you watch, there'll be little chunks of other videos to kind of explain what we're talking about and make it a little bit more visual. Yeah, visualize, share bits of our life. We're so excited not only to create something so unique and special to us, but also to have this extra level of connection with you guys, being able to have this face-to-face sit-down conversation and for you guys to actually see who's talking. That's true. I was listening to last week's episode and I was a little bit sick and we sound the exact same. Really? I sounded like, sick? No. <laughs> but I was just, even I couldn't tell, like, who was talking and who wasn't. So, now you guys exactly. can tell. I always wonder if, I mean, we're twins. I don't know if we have super similar voices. But now you can now you can see it. Now we can, like, really talk to you guys. I wish that we were all in a room together and we could see you as well. But for now, this is what we've got. And today we're going to talk all about 
balance, a balanced lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle, all those. I feel like hashtag balanced lifestyle is trending right now. It's the hashtag on all it's, of my posts. Right. <laughs> it is the hashtag. Like six months ago, it was that hashtag that girl, and now it's hashtag balanced lifestyle. And that's something that we talk about and is central to our podcast, balance. And it's a big piece of Girls With Goals. We wanted this to be a space where it wasn't just health and fitness in maybe like the one mainstream way that you see it, but that we're portraying lives of balance and we're inclusive of so many different things. And I think that's what the podcast was for us initially, you know, first episode, the new era, bringing in a bunch of different aspects into our life and into the content that we share, you know, beyond just how to do this workout and how to cook this meal and how to journal. (laughs) So before we get into what is a balanced lifestyle, let's do our highs, lows, and goals face-to-face for the (laughs) first time. What's your high from the week? My high from the week was yesterday I went to the gym and there was one person in there. Our, the gym in our apartment building has a four-person limit, so there's one person in there, and I was like, it's the middle of the day. The chances that no one else was coming were pretty high. So I just kind of waited around until they left, and then I went and started my hour because we have an hour limit. So I waited until they left, until it was completely empty, and I got the gym all to myself, which means I got to use the speakers. Ox up. <laughs> I got an ox and up in the gym. Ox. Oh, that's so nice though. Our apartment gym is small, so when you can have it to yourself, it is so it's small. So it is nice. so nice. Because when there are other people in there, it like feels strangely intimate. As I feel like going to the gym at any time does, it can be like a little bit uncomfortable, a little bit intimate. But when it's such a small space, like that is, like working around with other people, you kind of like have a guard up or something, like a little bit. It's just like you're just aware. There's always this you're noise aware. that like two centimeters from you is someone else. Yeah. Also, oh, that actually, that's a very valid high to have it to yourself, be able to put the ox in. That's funny though, because I went right after you, and there were three other people in there with me. So right after I got you, it was crowded. So lucky. You got the power. But that hour. was the power hour. But that was really nice. That was my high. My high, just generally this week, I have been waking up early and feeling like I have been having more control over my days. I want to point out that it is Wednesday. (laughs) Okay, so for the past two days, I and on Monday she slept until eleven. So that's kind of where it started for me. I, for so long now, have just been really off my sleep schedule and really off my routine, and it's shifted my whole day because. Like, I, if I can get up early in the morning, I like to have a very productive start to my day and then a pretty chill and rest, like, night. And so for a while, that's been very shifted because I haven't had my sleep schedule together and it's been a real mess. And every week I've been telling myself, like, this is the week I'm going to fix it. This is the week I'm going to fix it. On Monday of this week, I woke up at, like, 11. And it was a real wake-up call for me because I was like, really? On a Monday? Like, I can't even get this right on a Monday? And so I decided that every day forward, I was going to actually set an alarm and get myself up early. All two days. I've done it so far. But I'm going to keep doing it for the rest of the week. Yesterday, I woke up in the morning. And it helps if you, like, kind of have something to get up for because otherwise, what would you be doing? But yesterday, I got up in the morning... My dad and I went for a run before he went to work, so that was nice. Like, I got to spend time with my dad and also get some exercise in in the beginning of the day. And then today, I actually had a meeting 
like a call at 7 a.m. also because of the time difference. I had a 7 a.m. call, so I had to be up anyways. Tomorrow, we're both going into the office for our internship, so we're going to have to be up again. So true. And then Friday, I'll find a reason to do it too. So I'm going to have a four-day streak this week, and so far, these two days, I'm feeling really good about it. So that's my high, feeling like I have had a good jump start on my days, and I've been a little bit more in control of my routine than I have been recently. <laughs> Milo, let me just tell you. Wait, I'm not even sure what it is. Rice. Oh my god. Okay, I don't like brown rice. I don't like the texture, I don't like the taste, I don't like the amount of time it takes to cook, like everything about it. I, it just irks me. I do not like brown rice. Not a brown rice girl. I'm not a brown rice girl. I eat rice with like every meal because it's just an easy, quick, simple carb source, right? And last night, I was so excited for, I had chicken, rice, and vegetables, and like, Mm. the chicken... (laughs) Oh, the chicken was literally. The chicken was, it was really good. So chicken good. It really was good chicken. so good. It was so good, and I was so excited to like make a nice bowl with it. There was no white rice because I cooked brown rice. Because Karen cooked I about like both. Seventeen servings. Yeah, that was also of brown a, rice. That was also the thing. I wanted brown rice because we'd just been having like white sushi rice over and over, and I was like, I want to switch it up. I want to have some brown rice, and I went to cook brown rice, and I like overestimated how much like dry would make how much cooked and I made a ton but it only took me like three days to finish though maybe two yeah not long so the other night I was like fine rice is rice like I'll just eat it knowing that we were gonna restock the white rice apparently it got lost in translation apparently the grocery store was out of white rice really apparently apparently (laughs) So it wasn't really, like, the brown rice. It was the lack of white rice. Yes. Okay. And the disappointment and the sheer just heartbreak that I had to go through. (laughs) Okay, so then I think today you need to get white rice. I will personally make sure that there's white rice fully stocked in this house. Just walk out, go to, like, you can get white rice anywhere. You don't even have to go to, like, the big grocery store. You can probably go anywhere and get some white rice. The Japanese grocery store below our gym is good. Don Don Donkey. Don Don Donkey. We have talked about Don Don Donkey in the past. You guys know it. Maybe I'll get sushi from Don Don Donkey. Don Don Donkey. The sushi's there are like that big. The biggest sushi I've ever had. Oh, video podcast. Picture. Video (laughs) podcast. We can show you. Don Don Donkey sushi is. It will get you full for weeks. Like, it will. Stomach aches after one roll because they're just so packed. Yeah, not stomach aches, but I did say in a past episode about this sushi that it is the only sushi in my life that I have been satisfied after one roll. Usually, I'm a bottomless pit when it comes to sushi, but this sushi is, as you can see if you're watching on Spotify, so big. And they, it's it's this Japanese grocery store. They have them all around Singapore, but there's one specifically that is on the bottom floor of where our gym is, and so it's very convenient. What was your low? My low this week is I don't feel like I've been getting enough sun or getting outside enough, which is strange because I have had more hours in my day because I've been waking up earlier, and I actually have been like stepping outside in the morning and getting a little bit of the the morning sun, but throughout my days, I haven't spent much time outside. I feel like I've been very busy and working inside, and I just haven't prioritized getting outside and sometimes I feel like a day is like almost wasted if you don't get some sunshine in you even though that's not true but it can feel like photosynthesis it can feel like that when it adds up and you have like a few days in a row where you don't really spend time outside and so that's my goal for next week as well is to just prioritize a little bit of time outside every day even if it's not like actually going to the pool or the beach or something to just like 
somehow spend a little bit of time outside. That's kind of like my goal for this past couple days and my goal for the week going forward has been to, number one, not go on my phone when I wake up because my phone has been causing me so much negative energy and it's really stressing me out. Like, if I could throw it off the balcony and never go get it, I would (laughs) at this point. But... I've also been waking up and, like, just going outside while I drink some water. Objectively, that's been nice. I can't tell if it's made a positive impact, but it's definitely not made a negative impact. I feel like it has. So I'm going to keep doing it. I actually feel like you've been in a good mood most mornings. And it's probably a combination of that. um, I'm typically in a good mood in the morning. Yes. But I feel like it's a combination of the sunshine and the no phone. Just, like, not consuming social media and phone things for the first little bit of your day makes such a difference. So balance. So balance. Everybody talks about a balanced life. We talk about a balanced life. A balanced lifestyle is like the key to the world, it seems. But what is a balanced lifestyle? Like what actually does that look like? And balance is such an abstract concept. Like I'm not sure there really is a definition to it, but we want to try to define it today at least what it means to us in our own words and experiences, and maybe it resonates with what it means to you guys as well. Maybe what we think is a little bit different from each other, because, again, I I think it is. Yeah. Everyone has their own sort of concept and experience of what balance is, but I think when you can at least define what it means to you, it can make a huge difference in actually living that out in your life. Balance, to me, means that no one aspect of your life overpowers to the point where it takes away from others like i feel like your whole realm of living there are like so many different things that go into one life and so like your whole existence is balanced in the way that no one thing overpowers so much that it takes away from the other and then within each of those subcategories whether it's like health and fitness social life work rest within each of those categories there's balance as well. So it's kind of like the entire realm of life is balanced where you have a lot of different things fulfilling you, a lot of different things going on, and then within each of those categories, there's a bit of balance as well. I agree with that, and I think that balance at different points in your life, it just, it has to shift. It's like the a little pie chart of your life, and then all the little things that make up who you are and what you're interested in and where you put your energy can shift and adjust but nothing ever goes to zero because that would mean something is overpowering everything else. I think balance is just your life. I'm always kind of hesitant to put blanket terms or defining terms onto just a way of life because I don't think it's easily described in just one word but I think the idea of balance and kind of the trend of balance right now just means allowing you to live your life as you want and to not feel like you have to only focus on one thing in order for that one thing to be valued in your life like we talk about this with health and fitness and I think the push on social media is from a health and fitness perspective opening your life up to like social interactions and things beyond just strict lift weights do your cardio eat your protein go to sleep and do it all again like there's more to life than just that and I think historically it's been 
very difficult to have a life beyond that and also value and respect your own fitness. It's almost like when you open up your life to doing more, the health and fitness part of your life has to be neglected, but that's absolutely not the case. Like, you can have a super strong, healthy lifestyle, be making progress, be gaining strength, be super fit, and also have a really good social life and have a life beyond the gym and outside of the gym. And I think a lot of times, too, once you do allow yourself to have that life beyond just one thing and to make room for every different facet of life, all the other ones are strengthened in turn. If you love listening to Girls With Goals and other podcasts like ours and you've ever thought about making your own, then let's talk about Anchor. First off, it's free, which is amazing because there are so many cool things you can do with Anchor to make your podcast a reality. You can record and edit right on Anchor using your phone or your computer, and then Anchor will distribute your episodes to Spotify, Apple, anywhere you want your podcast, Anchor does it for you. Anchor works with Spotify, so you can add any song straight from Spotify into your podcast. You can even make money off of your podcast through Anchor. It's really just everything you would need or want in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time girls with goals listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything, car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this Ambition Card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. 
Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. Exactly. And I think it's better that way when you can have all the different things because we've said this a lot recently. I feel like it's like a term or like a phrase that I don't even know like which one of us said it first, but I feel like we kind of keep repeating it that a healthy lifestyle is meant to be lived or that a healthy lifestyle isn't worth it without a life, right? Because like, what are you actually doing health and fitness for to support a healthy, strong, fun life where you can do all of your other things. So you have to make sure that you are also doing all of those other things because a healthy lifestyle is meant to be lived. And so that's kind of where balance comes in to that perspective. Okay, another hesitation that I have with using the term balance and especially talking about the like trend of balance on social media, you always see, I think a lot of people use or have started to use balance as maybe an excuse for something and it's more of like rather than strict health and fitness in a set definition rather than going from having too much energy in health and fitness and not enough in kind of the other aspects of your life and bringing other aspects in to support a healthy lifestyle I think it's for some people flipped and it's an unhealthy lifestyle with a few little pieces of a healthy lifestyle sprinkled in Mm -hmm. and just called balance when those are two completely different you know outlooks and Mm -hmm. lifestyles yeah I think that everyone starts in a different place when it comes to finding balance whether you start from a place where you're too hooked and obsessive on one thing whether that's career or fitness or anything like that or you come from a place where you're you want to be more engaged with things and like you want to bring more things into your life yeah but I I do agree that balance should be like a positive thing that we all strive for but not an excuse I guess yeah you know a balanced lifestyle isn't living an unhealthy lifestyle and calling it balance and telling yourself that it is healthy just because balance a balanced lifestyle is a healthy lifestyle that makes room for all aspects of life. A balanced healthy lifestyle is just understanding that health is not just one thing. It's physical health, it's mental health, it's social, it's all of these different things. And so it's living a healthy lifestyle in a sense that health is brought from all different aspects of your life. And going back to the kind of pie chart idea, it doesn't have to be equally. Like you do not have to spend equal parts social and gym and cooking, right? You do not have to spend the same amount of time. You need to give parts the same amount of respect, but you can kind of create your own ratio and percentage to match what's gonna be valuable for you and your lifestyle and where you're at now. Yeah, because balance is going to look differently to everybody. I think while we're all kind of pulling from those same pillars or categories, Like, just naturally as people, we're all different. We all get energy and find fulfillment more so in different ways than others. Some people are very, like, mentally driven and focused. Some people are very physically driven and focused, and that's how they expend and receive energy. And so that balance is not going to look the same for everybody. And even for you, it like Catherine said, it doesn't mean that there has to be equal focus on everything, but there has to be adequate focus on everything and even at different times of your life some things might 
have more weight at different times of your life. I mean, we're growing and evolving and changing just naturally throughout our lives. You guys know that. We did an episode on you don't need to change, talking about how change doesn't always have to be forced because we have such a natural evolution of life where if we give ourselves the time and the space, we change and grow and see what we're drawn to. And at different times of your life, these different areas may be pulling more weight and you may be drawn to one over the other and that's fine and so that balance may even look different at different times of your life as that natural evolution happens so what does balance look like for us now and where have we kind of had to work to find that balance for me i know the most recent kind of adaption of balance and where i've you know spent energy and put focus on bringing more balance and more space for you know another aspect of my life in is with social life in the past i've brought balance in in the sense of like less restriction and making time for fitness and movement and expanding my view of what health is Mm -hmm. but i think most recently i'm within the last like year or semester of school I've made more time and more availability in my life for social life. I think I'm such a social person. Like, I, my social battery doesn't really run out. I love meeting new people all the time. I love being around people. Like, I, when I'm around good people, I get super energized. I know that about me. But recently, like in the past year or so, I've learned to not do that and kind of be apprehensive around new people and not want to waste my time you know meeting new people if it's gonna be either damaging or like in my head a waste of time so I've taken that part out of where I put my energy intentionally so I kind of learned to take the social aspect out of my pie chart or minimize it a little bit and that just leads to kind of boring life loneliness it leads to loneliness (laughs) which is just not fun and I understand I think it was a necessary step and kind of reaction to things that were going on in my life but no one wants to be lonely or feel lonely so adding more social life in or just making more space for people to have a part a larger part in my life and in my pie chart and the balance of things that I put my energy into has been my focus with balance recently. Yeah, I think that's very true. For me, I don't think that balance comes very naturally to me. Like, it doesn't. (laughs) Girl has a one-track mind. Yeah, like, in some ways, I do because I think that I force myself to balance things because I like to say yes to everything and have, like, a lot of things going on in my life at the same time. And because of that, I, like, kind of have to balance them. But I don't think that naturally I'm a very balanced person. I have a one-track mind, an obsessive kind of personality. Like, literally tunnel vision. Like, yes, I get very tunnel vision. Like, when I have something that I like or when I have a goal or a dream or something, like, I just, like, want to only do that and only think about it. So when something kind of takes over my mind, it's 
really hard for me to take a step back and make sure that I have balance and make sure that I'm fulfilling things at all times, like all of these different things. And not even that comes in the sense of like having a one track mind and just like taking goals or dreams and running with them can produce some really good things. Yeah. However, when that is the only thing that she's thinking (laughs) about or doing, like you can see her room is messy, like the dishes don't get done, all the little things that are just like life yeah maintenance that are required of life don't get done yeah call me out but no it's true like when I have something that I go with I get very tunnel visioned and I kind of like push everything else off to the side I do like that quality about myself because it means that I get very passionate and driven about things but everyone would love to be that way to not have to you know, take a break from doing something that you enjoy and that you want to be doing, but but it can have it's so bad necessary. Side <laughs> it can have really bad side. It effects. can have really bad side effects because it also means that I overwork myself and I stress myself out really easily. And when I am super one track focused on something, like other things go away. It's really easy for me to push away a social life, and it's really easy for me to like neglect basic or things. I know that like. In terms of health and fitness, like, my nutrition is kind of, like, the first thing to go sometimes. Not in, like, a bad sense. Not in the sense of, like, automatically just eating unhealthy or eating foods that aren't nutrient-dense and will make you feel good. But just, like, being lazy with Yeah, exactly. That, like, random meal times and random food. Random yeah, food. Yeah, like, I get, like, I'll get lazy so, I know if you, if you guys are in college or, like, live a stressful life and you're cooking for yourself, when you get busy, the things you start to make for, like, dinner or lunch are the most so random. random. Like, I would have, my roommate would make fun of me because I would have, like, a bowl of cereal and a protein bar and, like, a side of peanut butter, and I'd be like, yeah, this is good. This is really good. Mm-hmm. I would feel disgusting, physically and mentally, because... Yeah. And it would be at, like, 4 p.m. dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So as much as I like that passion and drive that it gives me, I don't like that being so one-track with some things and getting, like, obsessive over some things overrides other things in my life and takes away from them. And that's where I know that there's no balance in it. Because, like I said, my definition of balance is that no one thing in your life takes over to the extent where it's taking away from other things. So the second that me getting really excited about one thing starts taking away from other aspects of my life, a social life, nutrition, mental health, I know that that's wrong. And I know that that's not balanced. And so in that sense, I don't think that balance comes very naturally to me because I have to always kind of be forcing myself, pushing myself back to that balance zone. And it does affect, like, your life, there are, as much as it is completely your own, it affects other people. So when you're one track minded mm-hmm. and you're not giving other aspects of your life time or space or adequate energy, other people will either have to pick up that slack or it just becomes really difficult for other people to be in your life in the way that they are supposed to. And Catherine says, as my roommate last year who would get upset with me for our room being messy. <laughs> And that one-track mindedness has manifested in different ways, like for different things throughout my life. It's been school and work and it's been like obsessing over the future or like just getting really caught up in like future instead of present. Um, And it's also been with health and fitness, which I know a lot of people experience as well because you start to have this really good thing in your life and then you think more, 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 but 
there can be too much of a good thing. I think that's the most common like idea of balance is yeah. when it's health and fitness or maybe you just start in the gym or that be- kind of takes over slowly more and more of those other aspects of life and all of a sudden that's the only thing you think about and the only thing you do and everything else that you do you're doing to affect you know the health and fitness part of you and especially on social media I think the balance trend is has been balancing that out for a lot of people Mm -hmm. and creating this idea that you can still be healthy and be fit while doing a bunch of other things in your life Mm -hmm. as well and it can still be a valuable and important and respected part of your life yeah like when I started personal fitness and I started eating healthier it came from a very positive place and it was very balanced in the beginning because it was something that I was adding into my life like I had we had always been athletic like our parents are quite healthy like we had been raised that way when I kind of started taking fitness into my own hands for my own personal fitness it started very positively and it started very balanced. It's easy to see when something is having a positive effect on your life and then think that that means it just more, more, more. Yeah. And I also think that when you first kind of realize that you have control over your fitness and nutrition and that you can directly impact how you look, how you feel, your physical performance, like it can become addicting in a sense because there really are no boundaries. Like, there's always more ways that you can perform better. There's always different ways that you can look, and there's always different things that you can do. So it it can become addicting when you get a little bit of a good thing and you think that you need to keep spiraling and doing more and more. And that's okay. Like, adding things that you enjoy more and more into your life, that's life. Like, that's how it should Mm -hmm. go until it reaches the point where... It's taking away from It's taking over. And maybe it's becoming so positive that it's negative exactly is when you know having this idea and this outlook on life that balance is necessary to improve all areas and strengthen all areas and that having balance and allowing yourself to go out with friends if you want Mm -hmm. to will just number one raise the quality of your life and number two that's just going to help you strengthen your health and fitness and strengthen the parts of your life that are important. When it started taking over my thoughts so much so that it was hard to like put enough focus on other things, when it started to take over my social life to the point where I would just say no to things in the name of health and fitness and it was like taking away from that social aspect of my life and it took away from fun it took away from mental health a bit because like I said it was like overpowering in your mind when you think that there's only this one thing that you're going for and that everything in your life is either adding to it or subtracting to it and it's this huge sense of control it started taking away from other things in my life so this thing that started as such a positive became too much of a good thing and it overpowered and it took away from other things in my life And I think that that's where I got my definition of balance from was when I realized that, yes, it is possible to have too much of something because it takes away from the other things in your life. And that's not balanced and that's not healthy and that doesn't lead to your happiest, best life. So then over this past year, I've kind of had to backtrack. I've had to taper that down in ways that still make me feel good in ways that can still be really positive for me but in ways that allow for all of the other aspects of my life to 
also hold their weight and also be prevalent and um, purposeful in my life. So now I've kind of gone through this past year of refinding that balance and figuring out how health and fitness can support all of the other aspects of my life and also be separate and allow those other things to thrive as well. Okay, so let's talk about some of those different areas and kind of different forms of balance and different aspects of balance, if you will. Yeah, how we can find balance or like actively make sure that we're having balance in these different areas of life. One of the big ones that I think everyone has kind of talked about or heard about but is not necessarily in this trending definition of balance is a work-life balance. Mm -hmm. Whether it's work like your job with life or whether it's work like school with life because we all know that school is a lot. Whether you're in college or high school, you have classes, you have work, you have pressure, you have things to do. And so whether it's work or it is school, it's easy to let that either be all-consuming or to step back and want to push it away completely. Or to allow it to exhaust you, Mm -hmm. so much so that you're not left with any space or time for anything else. Mm -hmm. So how can you find a work-life balance? It's going to be a little bit different based on everyone's situation. That's kind of the theme of balance, is that it's going to fit everybody a bit differently. But I think like having set hours and times and whatever it is where you're on with work and when you're off with work and not letting it blend too much I think that when work or school seeps too much into the rest of your life and there's no direct boundaries of when it's shut off when you're doing it when you're not doing it then it can be really mentally draining it can have negative effects Mm, definitely definitely I know that's something that has been insanely difficult and insanely challenging for me when a lot of your work becomes like on your phone and I know we've talked about this before especially with like the time difference of being in Singapore I get on my phone at like 10 p.m at night to do social media social media stuff that's when the rest of the world wakes up we have a meeting tonight at 10 p.m so hours become so muddled and it's really hard to you know turn it on and off and so it ends up being like work is on 24 7 mm-hmm. and that is exhausting mm-hmm. and that is chaotic and that's draining and it's really hard to find a balance with that but I know that it's necessary and I think that's part of the reason why I've been trying to stay off my phone and at this point I've kind of gone in the opposite direction where I just have such an aversion to picking up my phone right now because I know the second I open it like it's gonna cause me stress it's gonna put this idea of chaos in my head and it's just going to be a negative thing. So now I'm not balanced in the sense of like adding more life in with the work. Now it's like I'm trying to flip it. I've been so imbalanced with work, like just controlling every time I do anything basically, um, that now I need to like go in the opposite direction and kind of relearn how to exist without thinking about work and like how I can make something work or instead of if I have a moment of downtime Mm -hmm. let me go outside or let me do literally anything else like that is not healthy in any way and that is not enjoyable or comfortable or any good adjective I think it's hard when everything is so online these days for school and for work and with a lot of people being at home like just being in a different physical space can help you kind of separate things, but working at home, 
there's... It's also hard because it blends everything together. There's no strict on and off. There's no anything. But I think being online in general, like, when you're in class, you can also be scrolling on Instagram or you can also be texting a friend. Right. And then when you're trying to check out and you're at home and you're doing anything that you're doing at home, you have constant access to, like, your email or group projects coming up and like people texting you and stuff like it's very hard when things are online to have a distinct boundary and so it's almost like things get blended together and I think not only is that mentally draining but it's also very unproductive because you don't have set times where you're like I'm gonna get this work done because when you're getting work done you're getting distracted by texts and music and things like that and then when you're trying to rest and take a step back and live your life, there's just constant access to you with your phone and you're constantly able to be thinking about the work that you have to do and doing those things. So I think that actively trying to, I know a lot of students listen to this, we're students as well. Like if you can have set hours where you go to the library, you go somewhere, especially being able to get out of your house or dorm or apartment or whatever it is and get into a different space to do your work, that helps your home feel like your home and not your office and not your workspace. As much as you can do to separate the time of things and separate the physical location of work versus life will help you mentally create this balance so much. I think another big thing is working from your bed. It sounds so comfortable. It sounds so comfortable. It sounds so nice. But then when you go to sleep, like even if you don't think you are, your brain like doesn't know the differentiation Mm -hmm. and your brain is like, it's still going to be going and there's still going to be that sense of chaos and everything. So I think work-life balance, especially now, Number one, being, like, in the full swing of school. Number two, with a lot of things being at home and a lot of things being online, work-life balance is something to be super, super aware of and to add more more life and more separation into that mix can mm-hmm. be so helpful. Yeah. And I think, like, you're doing now as well, not going on your phone too much in the morning. If you can get off of your phone and your computer, like, if you can get any work or homework done, like, before dinner even so that then your whole night you're kind of checked out from it like people say nine to five but it's crazy because like nothing's a nine to five anymore like even when you check out usually like that you still have work to do you still have responsibilities and things so as much as you can do to like have a time where you're done working and now it's time to live your life and not picking up your phone in the morning until you need to like things like that are going to really help you have that mental and physical separation another form of balance which is super big with kind of the hashtag balance or social media trend of balance right now is balance with fitness yeah i think especially when you have so many fitness influencers or fitness professionals online where all they're showing you is fitness it's easy to kind of see that and be like oh their entire life is fitness if i want fitness i need to be just and i think a lot of fitness influencers their entire lives our fitness. I think about that for some people all that's the, the time. That's if you the look case. through someone's feed or someone's story, it's every single thing is the gym. And I or under- tied to it. Tied to know? right. And I understand like that's someone's product is talking about and sharing the gym. But there's so much more to life and you can still have all of your energy in the same way that you are right now into the gym while adding other things into it and I that is one of the biggest things for me is like you can still have a super well respected a super strong fitness life as well as a life outside of that 
well, I don't want to say, like, life... I don't like saying life outside of something because I think everything is just... That is your life. Yeah, everything's interconnected. That is your life. And, like... But you can have more than just one aspect of your life. And you can have more than one aspect and more than just fitness be super strong. Yeah, I think something that helps with that is recognizing that your workout, the gym, is an hour to two hours of your life depending on how long it takes you to like get ready and go to the gym and all of that right that's not your entire day that's not your entire life and if you can take that hour and a half of your day and let that be your gym time during that you're focused on the gym you're feeling good you're enjoying your workout and then after that you get to feel good and then live the rest of your life because really it only is an hour or two of your day so it's about Men- like everything is about like kind of mentally and physically separating things like be present with yourself try to be as connected with your body as you can when you're in the gym and then when you leave the gym enjoy the rest of your day in your life and recognize that that was a great hour or two hours and now you get to have a great life of other things too and a quick tip that does help me with that a lot is putting my phone on do not disturb while I'm working out. It's so easy to get distracted on our phones, scrolling on things, texting people, all of that while we're in a workout. And that again, meshes It just creates everything. no separation. Yeah. And when you have no separation and everything is on all at the same time, it takes away from the like impact of those things in your life and the awareness that you have in those things. And it just makes everything like gray. Mm. Like, it makes everything seem monotonous. I was going to say that exact same word. It just, it's not good. No. It's not enjoyable. No. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin, not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits. Because personally, I just lose all steam. I feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows. Happy Mammoth has what you need for gut health, hormone balancing, detoxification, anti-aging, beauty, mood, clarity, sleep, and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you. So check out what Happy Mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. When you have big goals in a busy schedule, like all Girls With Goals listeners do, because that is exactly why we are here, it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness. Even though it's a core value for all of us, small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on. This is why we have Fleur Marche. Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change, And their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy-to-understand plant-powered wellness products. Caroline and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. 
Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to F-L-E-U-R-M-A-R-C-H-E.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. And another thing too, if you have your set, like schedule your workout time in and know that that's when you're going because if for the whole day it's up in the air, like at some point I'm going to go to the gym, I'll go later, I'll go later, it's always on your mind and then it's taking over the other times of your life. Whereas if you're like at 10 a.m., I'm going to go and then by 12 I'll be back and showered and ready to make lunch and move on with my day, then that's the little block of your day that's dedicated to the gym. Whereas if for the whole day you're just like, oh, I'll go, I'll go, then it's almost kind of muddling the whole rest of your day because it's always in the back of your mind. And that is not the best way to live your life. So that was a couple tips on how to balance fitness with the rest of your life. And now let's talk a little bit about nutrition because I think that that might be the biggest thing that people work I think that's like, you see TikToks, the TikTok trend and social media trend around balance right now is so focused on kind of this nutrition aspect and I think it's the central part of you know connecting fitness with other parts of your life like fitness and social and allowing for more Mm -hmm. in your life I think it comes down to nutrition because if someone is dead set on fitness health and fitness that's the only thing they do like you are going to the gym and you're going home and you are saying no to social activities because it doesn't fit with like your nutrition plan and that's the part where that's too much of a good thing Mm -hmm. right you need to make space for other parts and you can still 90% of the time cook all your own meals and eat in ways that support your physical health directly but you can also say yes to plans on the weekends and go out with friends Mm -hmm. and you know order if you're spending money at a restaurant like Please order what you want. So true. If you're dropping $15 on a drink, like, get the one that you want. If you don't like it, then that's just, why would you spend your money on it? And your time and your experience with your friends and family and whoever it is. Balance with nutrition. A big piece of it is understanding that nutrition and food has a lot of different purposes. Like, the main purpose is to fuel your body and give your body energy. Then it can take the fitness aspect, where it can support physique goals and fitness goals. Then it's the more just all-around body physical health aspect, where filling your body with whole foods and natural foods is healthy for you and good for you. But then there's the social aspect, where food is such a social thing and a way that people connect with other people and spend time with other people and so that needs to be valued too and allowing yourself time for that is this idea of balance you know pulling that part of the pie chart expanding it a little bit making time and space around this idea of nutrition and what you're eating it's going to elevate your mental health it's going to elevate your social life it's going to elevate so many other aspects of your life that make your life enjoyable Mm -hmm. so balance with nutrition can come in different ways it can be that for different time periods different things like vacations holidays weekends things like that nutrition can have a different weight it can mean that throughout every day you're having a balance like the 80 20 rule things like that where you're like having a balance of whole foods and then other processed foods and things like that you're having that balance within your day and it can also be balance 
within a meal or within like one meal time you can have a balance of different things and it doesn't always have to be the same thing or the one direct standard cleanest food you can get because that's not sustainable and that's not going to be the most enjoyable thing and that's not the best for your mental or long-term physical health. And if being healthy is something that you want to do forever, then you need to find balance within it now. Okay, so we've talked a lot about social life and the balance of social life and all the other aspects of your life a lot. Another thing that I think is super important to balance out in your life and that is not super heavily talked about is independence versus dependence. Yeah, I think it's easy to go one way or the other. We both have very independent personalities. Hyper-independence, a little if bit, you will. Where, like, we enjoy getting things done by ourselves. We enjoy, like, the the independent time and things that, you know, you can do just by yourself and get done. Like, I enjoy spending time with myself and, like, being alone with myself. I do. Right, and that's important in either sense, but again, it's the whole, when you go too far in one direction, then it's no longer beneficial. I think for me, hyper-independence is like my go-to reaction for anything. Mm-hmm. And even because even when I'm in friendships or relationships, like I am super independent and that works. Yeah. And that independence is valuable in any form of relationship. But my go-to is like, if I notice something is wrong or something is off or a friendship or relationship ends, I just revert to hyper-independence. Just, like, pull back completely. I, completely. Because I know no matter what, like, I have myself and that's okay. Like, that's good with me. Like, I'm totally comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. But then it gets lonely or it gets... Unfulfilling, unfulfilling a little bit when there's nobody else in and your life. And the, the exact opposite is true. Like, some people, their go-to is to become hyper-dependent on someone else and put all of their energy into someone else. That's like a coping mechanism or a reaction to things and independence and dependence in different areas is necessary like that's healthy that's needed in every single friendship relationship whatever it is you should have a level of independence and you should have a level of dependence Mm -hmm. and it's going to be slightly different for different people like I'm more comfortable with a little bit more independence and I know other people are more comfortable with a little bit more dependence Mm -hmm. and that's how they feel secure and comfortable and healthy in a relationship but once it goes too far in one direction that's when you got to bring the balance aspect back into it yeah being independent is very empowering and i think that it's necessary for everybody to have a sense of independence like truly you need to be able to comfortably spend time with yourself you need to be able to understand yourself you need to be able to like be alone and not freak out and be able to do things and get things done by yourself But at the same time, like, we also thrive off of being around other people and having good relationships in our lives, so it shouldn't be too far one way or another, and it's just another aspect of life that we need to find balance with, but I think when two people, friendship, relationship, family, whatever it is, who are independent and confident with themselves, have their own things going with themselves, come together and have a relationship, it's so strong and it's so good in that way because you're not always, if you're too dependent on somebody else and you're finding your worth in other people, then you're always questioning your own self-worth. You're always questioning where you stand with them 
and your mood and your mental health and everything is going to be fluctuating because of that and always based on the actions of other people and i mean everybody has that to a little bit of an extent even when you are very independent but if you are two independent people and you have a friendship you have a relationship then you both feel very secure in that and you can bring your own things to the table you can learn from each other you can respect each other and you can really thrive off of having friendships and relationships in your life when everybody is secure with themselves as a whole and then can kind of bring that to the table and life is better when you have good people in it different phases in your life obviously you're going to have more people or less people but being able to have some sort of circle of supportive people even if it's just your family because that's also huge is just an important thing to have in your life and i know thinking of all these different aspects of life and laying them out and saying you should have this and this and this and this can be overwhelming but bringing it back to the idea of balance balance is just allowing space for whatever you want Mm -hmm. and whatever you need into your life Mm -hmm. and being okay with that and not thinking that everything is all or nothing Mm -hmm. everything in life is a balancing act and i don't think anybody does it perfectly we definitely don't or at least i definitely don't but this was i most definitely do (laughs) not i most definitely do not especially that independence piece (laughs) right but this is our perspective on what balance means to us and kind of where we're at with different things of balance in our lives so balance is allowing so many different aspects of your life to exist and thrive but it is not using it as an excuse for an unhealthy lifestyle welcome to the The double take all right we're gonna rapid fire through these questions i have them up on my phone how do i have a balanced diet it's such a loaded question that is that is a long one everything depends on where you're starting so wherever you're starting look at where you can bring in more whole foods more fruits vegetables proteins all of those whole foods where can you bring them into your life i think the quickest answer for this is don't label foods as good or bad Mm. think of like the value that you're going to get for them whether that is health value or feel good feel good value like mental Mm -hmm. value and allowing flexibility within every day how you want it because you're going to if you're restricting 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 like you're going to give in at some point and then you're going to go overboard so being able to just have some flexibility with every day allow the things that you want the things that are going to make you feel good and just like enjoy that in the moment easier said than done but We can all find balance with it. This is someone's definition of balance. Balance can be different in different phases of life. Love it. Um, Yeah, you can be focused on different things. Or like the main focus can be different at different phases of your life, depending on what responsibilities you have, what freedom you have, and what you're being drawn to. How do you balance working out? I love working out. When I do it consistently, it gets negative. Make space and put effort into other things as well it's not Mm -hmm. all or nothing and you can have all aspects of life going Mm -hmm. strong at the same time yeah let other things be fulfilling in your life as well and if you know that you have a tendency to go overboard get a little bit obsessive addictive with it build like make your schedule 
not overboard, right? Get like more into the scheduling things and maybe say I'm going to do four workouts a week because that is perfect and that is enough and that gives you space to do other things. Maybe you want to do five, you know, whatever it is that's going to work for you. Like create a routine that is not overboard in nature and then stick to that and try to fill your life and your mind with other things outside of it. How do you balance learning, free time, hobbies, and fitness? I'm still in school. You you balance them. It's difficult. You can't give everything 100% of the energy that you would like to. That goes back to the different phases of life. You got to shift the ratio of where you're putting your energy. And also every day, you don't have to do every single thing. That's big. Long term, you can be doing everything long term. That doesn't mean you have to do everything to the same extent every single day. Mm-hmm. How do you balance sleep and getting up early to work out? If you want to wake up early to work out, go to sleep earlier. Yeah. Sleep is still so important. Yeah. And some days, let yourself sleep in as well based on your schedule. Like weekends, if if you don't have things to get up for, like let yourself sleep. You don't just because you get up early some days have to do it every single day. How do you balance weights and cardio? Stick to a schedule that makes you feel good and isn't super forced mm-hmm. to you. I don't mind doing cardio or like running on days when I work lower body. I think a very common balance of this is weights on lower body, cardio on upper body weight days, if you want to do both at the same time, or just have strict weight days, cardio days. Mm-hmm. I do it based on when I'm feeling it or when I feel like I want to push myself in that direction mm-hmm. a little bit further but it's based on once again what your life is mm-hmm. available for and what you mm-hmm. can handle yeah cardio and weights both have really great benefits so the good thing is you can be kind of intuitive about what feels good for you some people i know don't feel as accomplished in a workout unless they have some sort of cardio so they want to do 10 to 20 minutes of cardio with every workout some people like to have set cardio days I personally like to do cardio before upper body days or maybe on a day on its own. So all about finding the balance of it that works for you. There's really no right or wrong answer as long as you have a bit of both. How do you balance being busy and resting? I'm struggling so much to relax and settle. Me too. (laughs) I don't have an answer for this. I I don't know how to balance that. I just, I'm like Mm -hmm. all or nothing with that. Yeah, well, I think that what's really helped me is having the separation of time like when you're working you're working and when you're resting you're resting because that's something that I struggle with as well and I found that it's really draining when anytime I'm resting or I'm like watching a movie I also have my computer out like look doing emails or something like that or when I'm working I also put like a Netflix show on that I'm distracted with that and everything is blended together that goes back to the no separation gray monotonous separate the aspects if you can work when you work then let yourself rest when you rest with no distractions you're gonna feel like you actually get both of those instead of none of it because it's all blended together again a similar question how do you balance out time for yourself and time with friends i think time with yourself needs to be so there's like work and your life there's time with friends and then there's that relaxation time with yourself whether that's like relaxing, working on hobbies, no pressure. That's time with yourself. Time with yourself is not your work time. Time with yourself needs to be a separate thing. And I think when you separate those things, you'll have more energy for all of them. So again, separating your time. All right. 
thank you guys so much for listening and for watching today if we you really, watched yes we really hope that you enjoyed this episode we appreciate your support and all of you guys so much you can follow us on instagram at girls with goals pod or our personal accounts caroline Kaneen and Catherine Kaneen and everything is linked in the show notes if you just want to go click over there but again thank you guys so much for listening and for watching give the show a rating follow wherever you're listening and if you are watching on spotify there's a little poll for you in the bottom we'll ask a quick question as we do but again thank you guys for listening we love hanging out with you every week and we'll see you guys next week bye When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.